Welcome to the Christian Coach Podcast, where our mission is to serve coaches through conversations so they can lead like Jesus. I am Gian Lemmy. I'm joined by my co-host, Chad Simpson. Hey, Gian. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How's, how's your golf game? Golf game, not very good. I went to a church fundraiser last week, and me and my partner shot 87 on the basketball format, so that's not very good. Good stuff, man. Need, need to step up. A little, uh, today's interview is uh, with Andrew Nelson, and I actually had the the privilege of golfing with him one time, and and he shot a 34 in, in flip flops, and I was quite impressed by that. That's um, I can. It doesn't matter what kind of footwear I have on; I'm still going to shoot pretty bad. There you go. Well, this guy is a stud. Um, I'm thankful to call him a friend. And uh, so, so pleased with this interview. I think our, our listeners are going to really enjoy hearing from Andrew on what he does to build better relationships with his players and how he stays close to God uh, throughout the day. Just a little on Andrew's bio, he, he played professional golf after his career at Liberty. Uh, he was the assistant coach at Liberty from 2016 to 2019, highlighted by finishing 20th in the NCAA tournament and uh, he went on and uh, to get hired as an assistant coach at LSU, and that's where he currently serves. And I cannot wait for you to hear this interview. So let's get into it right now. Andrew Nelson, I'm so excited to have you on our podcast. Um, you know, and I don't want to waste any time jumping right into it, but this is the question we like to start things out with is, uh, what does it mean to you to be a Christian coach? Very cool. It's, it's good to be here with you too, Chad. So thanks for asking me to come do this. Um, to be a Christian coach, um, I get to, to serve and work with, with young men, um, every day, um, Obviously, like I, I love the Lord. I love my family. I'm loved by the Lord. And, and this is something that I feel very blessed to get to do. I feel like it's um, part of my journey. I, I love the game of golf. Um, I love young people and being able to work with them and encourage them and serve them and build them up. Um, and, and being a Christian coach means I get to go, go do that every day, try to do it the very best I can. Um, and learn, you know, a little bit more about what God's grace in my life and in the life of my players means, you know, um, I want to, I want to train these guys up. I want to encourage them when the opportunity comes to share the Lord. I, I love that. And I have more opportunities to do that than I thought I probably ever would, which is very cool. Um, but, but I love the opportunity to, to mentor and train and, and teach young men. I want them to be great. Um, I want them to be great golfers and they are, they're, they're great players and, and we can help them a lot, but I want them to be great young men. I want them to be great fathers one day, um, husbands one day. And, and so that's what, that's, that's why I love doing what I do. And, and being a Christian in this, in this world is, is to me, it's, it's just the blessing that the Lord's kind of brought me to, to where I am. So good. And, and for your, coaching career, you know, uh, after graduating, you spent two years doing ministry, um, and then you tried it on the professional golf circuit for two years. What was surrounding that decision to leave professional golf and enter into coaching? Uh, I think, I mean, it, it started back in, in when I was a youth pastor in California. I mean, I, I was still coaching basketball, high school girls basketball, which was a 
whole nother world for me and uh, high school golf. And um, I just still had such a love for that, for the game. Like I, I love basketball. I love golf. And to be able to, to teach and, and encourage these kids was, was such a good thing. And, and I found myself, I was still playing golf quite a bit. Um, and that kind of took me into two more years of, of then playing f- full time. Um, but every time I would be out there practicing and working on my game, I felt like it was really like about me. And, and I also just felt like, man, I, ha- I feel like I have so much more to give in this than like, you know, myself being out here alone, trying to get better at what I do. Like, I love this. I can play golf every day, but I'd like to try to bring other people with me. Like, how can I help them? How can I teach them about, um, about golf, about life, about how to, how to be the best you can be at it. Um, and, and I still remember we, we were, when I was living in California, we went, I went with a couple friends and we played a golf course up in Palm desert and I was out there playing golf and on the range at the end. And I watched one of the teaching pros. I don't even know who it was, but he was working with a guy on his short game in the bunker. And I, I, I found myself just standing there watching for like 10 minutes. And I was like, I would love to, to be that, like working with other people, helping them be great at something like, um, especially young people. And five years down the road, we with LSU went and played that same golf course still on that same driving range. And I was with the LSU guys and it's, it's that story. I told the guys and I, you know, I got kind of emotional, but it was just, I had no idea at the time. Like, I'm just thinking like, man, that would be cool. I would love to teach golf and, and train young people and, and help them be great at this. And, and five, six years later, I'm standing on that same exact driving range with the LSU golf team. Like it was a very surreal thing, a very, uh, I don't know. It made me feel like very overwhelmed and it made me just, yeah, I was like, I got to share this with these guys. Like they need to kind of know where I've come from and, and what, what brought me here and how special this is to me that I'm here with them now. So. Did, did you initially pursue the the position at, uh, at your alma mater Liberty or were you looking at coaching at a country club or what were your thoughts leading up to that, that choice? Uh, I was in Georgia and I, I was the golf course I was playing and practicing at all the time um, was the home course of uh, University of West Georgia. I think I'm getting that right. And they were out there all the time. And I was like, man, I, I feel like I should try to dive in. Maybe I can help them. Maybe I can see what's out there. So I started just researching like who was around, who I could, what it looked like, what it would take. I reached out to Jeff at Liberty, Jeff Thomas, and just said, Hey, there's some jobs open, you know, and, and you, would you mind, you know, giving me a, a recommendation or calling somebody like if you know him. And he kind of laughed, but at the same time was like, I think it put a bug in his ear, like, oh, Andrew's still interested in this, you know, and, and it was not three or four months later that he called me and said, hey, I'm, I'm hiring. You want to come up and interview? I was like, I jumped in the car. I was like, let's go. <laughs> Doing it. So, so good. And then and then three years later, you, you served under Coach Thomas. What were um, some big lessons that you learned going from a rookie coach in year one to the end of your journey there three years later? Uh, there's there was a lot. There's there's so much to learn. I remember like starting out, like I, I knew about the game of golf and I played golf, but I, I didn't know I didn't know much about coaching and teaching and what that all looked like. Um, 
and and coach thomas was was awesome at at pulling me along pushing me sometimes when i when i really needed it um wasn't afraid to let me know like hey let's do this different or better or not that way ever again um which was a good thing and um i i think i learned so much about you know a, a team and, and a culture and how important that is that you have a group of people that that are chasing after the same goal um you don't it's really hard when you got guys that are like really motivated and want to be great and then some guys that maybe just like hanging out it doesn't really work you need to have a group that's that's going in the same direction like we want to be great we want to go get after this thing like then you can go do some really special things um if you have a group that's that's going different directions and and, and not pulling and pushing each other uh it can be really hard to ever have a lot of success with the team so I learned a lot about about culture there. I'm learning even more about it here, um, and it's just it, it's been a, a great journey so far. And you guys uh, had amazing success there at Liberty, which isn't a traditional Power Five uh, type of school. Um, finishing twentieth in the in the national tournament there. Uh, I'm assuming you know the assistant from that college is a pretty hot name. Uh, on the on the discussions um, when people are thinking about head coaches at smaller schools or or potential assistant coaches, but what was going on in your heart um, at that time to be okay to leave Liberty and take the the current role that you're at at LSU? Um, I I love 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 Liberty and and I played golf there. I got to coach there and have a lot of special memories from that place. Um, for me, it was the opportunity to, to work with, with Coach Thomas, who coached me when I was in college, was, was such a good thing. We have a great relationship, and it was cool to, to build that as a, as a working friend relationship instead of player-coach, which it was in the past, just, just to really build into that. Um, but I, I think from the, my first year at Liberty into year two, into year three, I just knew, like, this is where, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, I, I'm – I know God's called me to, to coach. Um, he's called me to work with, with these young men. He's called me to go recruit. He's called me to, to push these guys to be the best they can be. Um, and I knew that there were going to be opportunities to just to really grow outside of Liberty. I, I knew Liberty. I knew <laughs> playing there, coaching there. Um, and, and the opportunities had come up to, to interview at some other schools around the country. And, um, the LSU thing, when, when it came up, I was like, but let's go. Like, whatever that needs to look like, like, let's go. I, I want to be there. I need to be there. I can grow there. Um, I can go work with someone like a Chuck Winstead who's been there for 16 years, who's won national championships, who built a culture that is very tough-minded, guys that want to just go compete, guys that don't ever, ever, ever want to quit, guys that run through the finish line. Um, and guys that behind the scenes are take care of their schoolwork, take care of each other. Um, it's a, it's a culture that I just felt like I, I want to go dive into that and, and see what else I can learn, how else I can grow, how else I can go and help another program that I don't know. I didn't know Baton Rouge. I didn't know LSU, but I knew about the golf team. I knew about the golf program and who they were. And I was like, you know, it was an opportunity to, to, for myself to, be stretched and then to grow in this, in this coaching world. And, and, uh, I want to be the, I want to go kill it as the coach, but I know that there's so much more I can learn and grow in every day. So this was an opportunity to, 
to jump on and, and go learn from uh, from Coach Winstead here. Let me let me read you a quote. It says, uh, "Coach Nelson is great at building relationships with our players. Andrew loves life and people, and has a great heart. The guys see that and can tell how much he cares about them." And that's from Chuck Winstead, your current your current head coach. Um, but I think your your greatest skill is is your people skills. And I want to know how um, what are you actively thinking about when you're interacting with players or people in the community? Are you actively thinking about something, or are you just letting it, it flow out of your heart? That's a that's a good question. I want to know what I'm thinking about as well. It'd be nice to write that down. <laughs> um, I. I think before we started this interview, Chad, you talked about the importance of listening and like really listening. Um, that's a skill that I'm, I'm still working on, but I think I go into my, my relationships with, with our players, with our recruits. Like I want to very actively be hearing and listening to who they are. Um, I don't try to jump, the gun on like, how can I help? How can I change? How can I make them a little better? It's more like, how can I get to really know who they are? Um, and once we, once we get into this, this relationship where they trust me, um, I don't really have to change anything, but they're we're going to be able to work together where we can make things a little bit better and get, get a little bit better as a, um, in our relationship. And then in what we do in school in golf in life, um, to me, it's, it's been a thing of like, let me, let me really dive in and let me really listen to who they are, to where they're coming from. Um, it's, it's easy with, you know, we have four new guys this year, three freshmen and one transfer. They come in and you see them and you're like, they're super talented, but there's some things we could work on, but they don't know me yet. We've talked a lot on through text or over the phone, but we've been here two and a half weeks. Like, it takes a little more time for them to really trust me. So I'm not going to jump in and I just want to watch right now. Let me watch. Let me see who you are. Let me see how you do it. Um, let's, let's, let me hear your, your heart a little bit. How would you think? How'd you play? How'd you feel like you hit it? How'd you feel like your short game was? And then as you take all that in, you can start to learn like, okay, this is how we can really help them, but you've earned their trust. They don't feel like I showed up at LSU and coach is going to try to change me. Like, no, we brought you here because you're a stud. Like, we're going to just help you reach your goals. So good. Do you have any questions you like to ask players early on, whether in the recruiting process or first few weeks of, of school to get to know them on a, on a deeper level? I just try to, I just try to talk about everything. A lot, a lot of times if we can, if we can really like listen well, um, people like to start talking, you know, if they feel like, wow, they're actually, care about what I'm saying or interested in what I'm saying. Um, so I, I ask a lot about family. I, I think that's so important. I want to hear like, which, what's the dynamic? Who's your brothers and sisters? What are, what are they doing? Where are they? Um, did they play golf? Did they play other sports? What other sports have you played? I, I want to know some background, like who, who are they? What do they like to do? What does their family like to do? Um, what does their family not like to do? All, there's all kinds of things that you try to try to dive in where they feel like you, you, you want these guys to know you care about them is way more than just a golfer. Like, cause that's, there's so much more than that. Um, and to have the trust as, as their coach, as the leader, as a, as a mentor, like they need to know that they're not, I, I care way more about them as a person than as, as a great golfer. Um, 
so I, I just try to I try to dive into all that stuff. Recruits, we just talk about anything and everything. Like, I, I, my my world is like golf and and maybe some basketball and uh, and family. So I just try to learn like who who are these kids because I don't I don't know at all. I don't I don't do a lot of you know, you know we have a lot of guys that love to hunt and fish and I don't know that stuff, but I don't mind talking about it and finding out more about it. I've learned more about that kind of stuff than I ever have in my life, which is kind of fun. Um, and I, I just love to dive into to who are these kids? What do they like to do? What do they like outside of golf? Cause that seems to be where you can really connect. Like they know like, well, you're my golf coach and I play golf. So we, we have golf, but what else is there that, that we can have and we can talk about and we can share and, and learn about. And if we were to ask a few of your players, uh, how does it feel to be coached by Coach Nelson? How do you think they would reply? Hmm. <laughs> how would they reply? Um, I think I think those guys. They know they know they can they can trust me. They know I have their best interest at heart. Um, I'm very humbled and thankful that my guys like like the guys who who've played at Liberty, the guys who've who play here currently at LSU, they, they trust me to, to go walk with them on the golf course. Um, they trust me to help them when needed, wh whether it's yardage or wind or reading a putt or coach, where do we need to hit this one so we can keep moving along the rounds going pretty good or, Hey, it's kind of going sideways. How do we get it back? Um, to me, that's a big deal. I want those guys to trust me. I want them to stay like, Hey, I want coach, I want coach Andrew to walk with me. Like, um, you don't want to ever feel like they, they don't because then then you're like, oh, shoot, they either don't trust me or they think I don't know what I'm doing or I can't help them. And from Liberty to here at LSU, like the guys want me with them. They want to ride in the van with me or they want me to walk with them on the golf course. Um, it's very humbling but, and it makes me just want to get get better and learn more and, and see how I, how can I just help them a little bit. If I can help a little bit today, then we'll go tomorrow and try to help a little bit more. Like that's kind of the goal every day. I want to give you a scenario here uh, just to enter into your, your heart and your mind, but say, uh, so you're walking with a player through 18 and he's playing awesome, ends up missing a putt uh, on, on 18 that takes him out of uh, the, the range to, to maybe win the tournament. And he's just crushed and defeated. And uh, how long would you give him to calm down? And what would be your words of, of encouragement or uh, would you, would you just listen and ask questions, but what would you do in that scenario uh, after the, the round is complete? Uh, the, I mean, the first thing you would do as soon as you're done, you know, he, I would clap him up, give him a hug, whatever. Cause we just spent the day together playing good, working hard, um, missing putts like that's no fun, but, but right away it would be to give him a hug, tell him you're the man you did great today. And then let them let them walk away. They need to go sign scorecards. They need to, you know, shake competitors' hands. That that stuff right away is like, let me get. So you let them get some space. Go sign a scorecard. When they come out of signing the card, you put your hands on their shoulder and you tell them like, you're the man, and I'm proud of you. Like those putts, you make them every day, and they're gonna go in every time. Like we're not gonna worry about the one you missed here or or the one on the last hole. Like because you're a stud. There's a reason you're here. And we're going to go get after it again very soon. You know, you just let them know, like, that you believe in them, first of all, and that you know you know who they are. Like, you missing a putt is not who you are. Like, this is who you are, and we're going to go live into that.
So good to love that. And uh, I think just with your, your love for people, your, your relationship skills, um, it shows me that, that you have a heart connected to God. So um, I'm curious, what, what do you do on a daily or weekly basis to, to stay connected to the Lord? I think uh, I love this question because it changes all the time. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm a pretty consistent person. I, I can't say that I'm super consistent in my, you know, my, my Bible reading time or my time reading different kind of books. I, I'm really not. I've never been a, a high on, on reading. Um, but I just love to think about, talk to, listen to the Lord, whether that's driving, whether I spend a lot of time on the golf course, there's time out there to just kind of be quiet and just listen, look around at, at you know, where, where I am in life, look around at, at the golf courses, the places we get to travel and be, and, and you just really get time to, to be quiet and listen to God. Like what he's, what he's trying to say, what he's trying to challenge you in, in your life. Um, I, I would say I, I love listening to music. That's probably where I get the most like in, in a zone where I'm just kind of listening to the different kinds of, of worship music, or it, it may even be like, whatever's the newest Christian rap out from Lecrae or what, like, I just like that. I like to hear, you know, and worship through music. I think that's a great thing. Um, but I just love to be quiet. I like to, I, I usually work out in the mornings and that's a pretty quiet time where I can spend some time just talking to God and, and being alone. Um, I love prayer time and that seems to be growing in my life where I can kind of pray throughout the day, like just thanking God for, where I am, what he's doing, who I'm around. Um, I think, I think most of my walk with the Lord is, is thanking him for who he is and, and what he's, he's doing around me. And like, God continue to just use me, whatever that looks like, like whatever that looks like. I'm so grateful to be at, at LSU right now. And I believe he has me here on purpose. And I just each day want him to use me here. And, and if that changes or grows into something new, like I'm going to be open to what he's teaching me and showing me. But um, I believe he, he's got me here right now on purpose. And I just, I just want to be, I try to listen very carefully to like, God, what do you have for me now? And, and, and how can I serve and honor you today? And, and say that, uh, you know, one day down the road, you, you were, uh, a head coach somewhere and you have a 24, 25 year old assistant coach, um, you know, like you, when you were starting out, what would be one or two pieces of advice that you would give to this young Christian coach that, you knew he was a believer, uh, trying to figure out, you know, I love the Lord. I love golf. W what do I do next? I mean, I, you want to, you, you may, there needs to be a little bit of, of, of pushing, you know, for 24 and 25, 26, and you're getting into coaching, you, you want to know, like, is this where you really want to be? Is this something you really want to do? And there, you, you need to be pushed. Like at Liberty in my first year and a half, I was, I was pushed. Like, we're going to travel. You're going to miss time with your family. You're going to miss these things that go on at school or, or in life at home. Um, it, and it was not, it wasn't sugarcoated. It, I was pushed. Like, we're going to do this. You're going to be on the road. You're going to be recruiting hard. You're going to be, um, and, and it's important to, to know that and see those things because you don't want to act like, you know, I can have, I can, I can be home and do everything I want here. 
and then I got to coach. There's certainly sacrifice in everything we do. Um, any job, any, and you want to, I would make sure that a 24 and five year old would be, I would push them hard. I would make sure they want, they knew what they were getting into because you can't go and be, be great at something and, and, I, and you can do anything you want. You can be a pastor, a teacher, you can go be a doctor, you can coach, but you, if you want to be great at those things, you need to be willing to go get after a little bit, um, make the necessary sacrifices, but also be able to say no to certain things to make time for all that's important in your life. But, but that takes some work and, and some being challenged and pushed and, and myself as a coach, like that's not always fun, but I'm very thankful for all the times I've been pushed and challenged because I think it just helps me to grow. It helps me get a little better at what I do. It helps me to um, be able to, to manage and clear a schedule so I can do what's important every day. Um, so I would, I would, whoever's one day coaching with me and I'm, I'm going to push them because I, I, if they really want to coach and do it well, I want them to be great at it. Um, so it would take, it would, there's some challenges to all of that, but I, I love being pushed and challenged. Uh, Jeff did that in his own way all the time and I'm thankful for it. Chuck Winstead does it daily. He pushes me in different ways that I'm like, sometimes uncomfortable, but, but at the end of the day, really grateful because I learned a new lesson. And, um, I, I think it's, it's the best way to, to grow and get where you want to go. We need that. We need to be surrounded by it. My people aren't going to let you stay where you're at. That's, uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, say, say the end of your career, um, you're, you're ready to retire and you look back on this career of, of coaching. What would you want, uh, your legacy to be? How do you want to be remembered as, as a coach? Uh, I want to be remembered as someone who, who did not waver on his, on his love for the Lord and what, what he believed in. Um, someone who loved his family. Um, and then someone who, who loved his team. I mean, someone that just put them, put the te his team, you know, they, they became like family. Like I want my family, Hope and, and Drew and Henley, um, they mean, they mean the world to me. And I want, you know, my team and the kids that I coach to feel like they're, they're part of that. So first of all, I want them to see that in my life. Like I want them to know, like, and Andrew loves his family. Like he's, he's all about being a husband, being a dad to them. I want them to see it because that helps these guys as they're moving forward in life. They, they need those role models. They need to be able to see young men and young families who are, um, not perfect by any means, but they're, they're thriving. They love each other. They support each other. They want the best for each other. Um, we don't see enough of that. So that's a big deal to me is, is the family unit. Um, I want my guys to know like, man, he loves and serves and gives everything he has for his family. But then I want them to feel like they're included in that. Like, <laughs> you know, if, if I don't want them to ever feel like they couldn't call me or text me or come over or coach, I need this and I won't be there for them. Um, so I, I just want to be known as someone who, who, first of all, loved the Lord with everything I had and, and loved my family and then loved my team. Like, I want those guys to know that, that I care about them outside of just going out and being able to get the golf ball in the hole. Like, that's so fun, and we're going to do that. But there's a lot of steps along the way before that, you know, we do all those things and, and hold up trophies. Like. Well, Andrew, you are, you are one of the most uh, loving people that I know, and I'm sure you're, you're doing that within your family and within your team. And 
I'm excited uh, for your future to see the uh, people that you're, you're impacting. Um, but how can we be praying for you today? Uh, today, I, just be continued growth here. Um, it's still a new place for me and my family. Baton Rouge and Louisiana is not, it's not, it's not something that, that Hope or I have known before. This is, it's all new to us and we're thankful for it. It's been a, it's been a blessing to be here. There's a lot of good people. Um, but just continued growth here in, in the city as we, as we continue to, to meet people and build friendships and build relationships and, and, and grow here. Cause I, I do believe with all my heart that the Lord called us here and, and we just want to, it's, it's been easy in, in my life to, to miss things before, you know, you, you feel like you leave places and you really didn't have deep relationships or you feel like, man, it was just a little too easy to leave there. Like, and that's not, it's not a great thing to look back on. You know, you want to feel like, man, that, that was sad and hard to leave that place. Cause there's, and so I, I want that to be Baton Rouge. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't know when, but one day leave here and feel like it was, it was easy to go. You know, you want to feel like there's people you poured into and relationships you built. And so for me and my family, that would be the prayer right now that we, we continue to seek out and, and pour into other people and, and, uh, and, and grow here in this city. I love that. Well, uh, let me, let me just pray here and, and we'll close with this. Okay. Cool. Uh, Lord Jesus, we just bow down before you and we are, we're just thankful. Thank you for your love. Thankful for your grace. Thanks for the gospel of Jesus uh, removing his throne from heaven and uh, coming down to earth to take our place and uh, making a way for, for all, all people can, to uh, have peace and enjoy and eternal life. And we, uh, we just pray right now for Andrew and, and Hope and his family uh, that they would um, just make deep relationships and, and deep impact right there um, at LSU in Baton Rouge that you'd fill them up to, to just be a bright light uh, for your name and for your glory. And pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Chad, that was a great interview. I really liked listening to him. I got the chance to meet him back when we were student celebrity as well, but never really became friends with him. Um, but it was neat to see how he truly cares for his players now that they re he really wants to develop a relationship with them that is not just solely based on golf yeah. and that he is always seeking out opportunities to encourage them and um, point them towards Christ in a, in a manner that will make them better. Um, I also liked how he makes sure that he, his players know that he does not want to change their game, that they're good enough already and that's why they're at LSU and then he's there just to support them along the way. For sure. And, and seeing him grow from his, his days as a student at Liberty to seeing him at LSU now, uh, I'm not surprised one bit because he's such a great people person, um, so good at conversations, I'm sure with his players and people in the community and recruiting with parents. Um, and I think that was what I was thankful to hear, just him um, talking through and listening to his players and uh, building, building that trust and relationship early in their careers. Um, yeah, I, I really liked um, the, the camaraderie between the two of you during the interview. I think you could see that both of you respected each other. And I think that's shown through the whole interview. Um, I can't wait for you to have more conversations with, with guys like Andrew. 
And um, coaches, remember, the mission field is right where you're at. We'll see you next week.